back. I'm podcasting again. My name is Corey, and I want to welcome you to Midnight Corey. This is a podcast that accompanies the uh, MidnightCorey.com website, which is a site where I post all kinds of stuff. I write about movies and music and books and stuff, and so this podcast is going to go right along with that. I'm going to be talking about uh, stuff that I post to the blog as well as other stuff like horror movies. I'm really into horror, zombie movies especially. And I read and I write, I make music, I listen to music, and it's all going to be talked about here and on the blog. This is going to be a good time. I am the former host of The Midnight Podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things zombie. And boy, that was fun up until the end when everything kind of imploded. Things got crazy. Controversy and drama abounded. I shut the whole thing down in January. Took a whole, you know, few months off here. Now it's like the end of May or whatever. And I got to start it up again. Podcasting is a lot of fun. Putting these things together and preparing and, and all that good stuff. Man, man, it is a lot of fun. So I had to do it. So, you know, the Midnight Podcast, I'm just going to leave it. It was what it was. And I'm, I'm proud of everything. I have no regrets. But... That's uh, that's kind of in the past, and now we're starting new. It's like, uh, it's like spring fresh, like Febreze for the podcasting world. Yes, that's Midnight Corey. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. No pressure whatsoever, which is cool. I have no obligations. I will be doing reviews, and people are still sending me screeners and uh, books and things to review, which is fantastic. So I'm going to be talking about a lot of that stuff. Um, and I'm going to try and maybe bring people on the show, maybe have interviews, just like I did back in the day, because that was so much fun, too. I like talking to people. <laughs> people tend to be cool. Anyhow, I hope you've been listening to James Melzer's Unleashed, which is a great podcast, and also Library of the Living Dead, Dr. Puss, and also Library of Horror podcast. Um, I've been contributing segments to all those shows. Oh, and a, a Little Dead podcast also. McPierce has been wonderful. Uh, they've all asked me to be uh, contributing segments. I'm going to continue to do that. Uh, that's a lot of fun. That won't be affected at all. But uh, I, I will be here also doing that. And uh, so, yeah, a whole lot of Corey everywhere. <laughs> so maybe that's not such a good thing. I don't know. So big news. It's actually a big deal for me because, uh, you know, I like to write and I've finally been published. My very first short story was published in Dark, a horror anthology, which is available via CreateSpace or Amazon.com. And the links to everything is on the Midnight Quarry website. Uh, right on the right hand sidebar thing is a link where you can go and buy it. So I encourage you to. And let me know what you think of uh, my story. There are a lot of good authors in there. Um, so yeah, that was very cool. But I'm going to keep writing and uh, like to know what you think about my stuff. So today, today on this show, on the very first Midnight Quarry podcast, uh, I'm going to be talking about some writing issues. I'm also going to be talking about uh, some different things that I've been looking at in the past few months. I want to talk a little bit about the zombie combat manual, as well as the independent zombie movie Bled White. 
And another uh, movie that I haven't mentioned yet, I don't think, on my blog, which is Attack of the Vegan Zombies, which is a screener that uh, the makers of that sent me. So that's really cool. And I'm also going to be talking about a new song. Yeah, you're going to be hearing some uh, new music by me here towards the end of the show, and I'll be telling you all about that. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time, uh, I guess. Whatever. Shortly after his death, Joey Ramon came to me. He was disturbed about the talk about inducting the Ramones into the Hall of Fame. It's because he died and he knew it. He wanted to do something about it, so he and I wrote this song together, Cleveland Sucks. Joey, this is for you. I know I can't bear the pain of inducting to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know I can't bear the pain of What are you doing? You know, I love zombie movies, and I think George Romero has made the best zombie movies ever. And uh, if you've been listening to my reviews and things that I've been doing lately, I talked about Survival of the Dead for the Library of the Living Dead podcast, and uh, I I ripped it up, man, because I I thought Survival of the Dead sucked. It is by far George's worst zombie film. And uh, so now I've been reading just lately... It's been reported that old George wants to do two more zombie movies that stem from Diary of the Dead, just like Survival of the Dead followed the one character from Diary of the Dead. He wants to make two more that follow other characters from that movie, Um, and he also would be interested in remaking Season of the Witch. And if you remember in the Midnight Podcast, I, I, I did a big old George Romero episode, and I talked about his other movies, other than, you know, not his non zombie movies, rather. And uh, the first one I talked about was Season of the Witch. It's one of his earliest movies, and and it's just a wreck. It really is. I mean, he, he had some good ideas behind it, but man, it, it's just really bad. 
And so he said he'd like to make it now the, the way he intended to make it, because apparently there are a lot of problems. So, yeah, he wants to remake that. And also there's talks right now that he's going to be remaking Dario Argento's Deep Red. So, you know, he's all he's really, really busy now. I hope all these new projects that he wants to do come out a whole lot better than Survival of the Dead did. Uh, but, man, man, I, I just don't know. Uh, apparently now it's been reported, I think, I, I read it on Twitter, I think, from one of the Fear Shop guys uh, just lately who said that it is not etched in stone that George is going to be remaking Deep Red. He wants to get the blessing of Dario Argento. Apparently Claudio, Dario's brother, is involved in the remake, but uh, Dario is not involved, so George just wants to make sure that it's cool with Dario. You know, because they go back. Oh, they, they've done uh, all kinds of stuff together. Dawn of the Dead and uh, Two Evil Eyes, things like that. So, you know, they got to keep got to keep the friendship cool. They got to th- keep things, you know, all right between them. So, but George, man, survival of the dead being so terrible. I'm just really dreading to see what George does next. I think it, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. I, I don't think... I don't think he should have come back to the whole zombie thing. You know, now that I'm looking, you know, Land of the Dead and Diary of the Dead, Survival of the Dead, I could have done without them. Uh, I, I can watch them and enjoy them all, all except Survival. But, man, just the original three were so good. He just sort of stopped there. Stopped there, really. But, anyhow, I just had to talk about that. Uh, that's all the zombie stuff I got for you, uh, other than a couple of movies I'm going to be talking about in the book and stuff. Here a little bit later on, but I just had to get that off my chest. Romero is not going in a great direction, and it, it pains me, pains me deeply. Physical fitness, whatever, you know, whatever. You do what you like to do, I do what I like to do, okay? <laughs> but you're a sucker. You're getting fed this line about how, like, you're gonna live forever or whatever. You're gonna die. Someone will kill you. Someone will kill you with a knife. Make sure your abs are uh, friggin' ripped. You got some good guns. You want to look good for when you get stabbed with a knife. Sorry, that's how it works. Oh, I have been writing a lot. I love to write. It's a lot of fun for me. I love coming up with ideas and being creative and trying to find new connections between different things and pulling from my experiences and imagine things. I, I just think it's a great process, and I really enjoy it. Um, and I have so many things written, and now I've been published, and I, I, I put a couple things on the blog. If you go to MidnightCory.com, I have things that I've written, a couple short stories that I posted there. And I really like doing that. My problem, I, I could be writing so much more, but my main problem is that I love to start things, and I love to, you know, write about new ideas and kind of get things going, but then... Eventually, it gets to a point where I lose interest completely in it. I, I write anywhere from 100 to 5,000 words. And then I, you know, I hit a point where it's going to take some work and take some figuring out, you know, where to go next and how to resolve things and where the plot should go. And once that whole, you know, grueling kind of work stage hits, I move on to the next thing and I rarely come back to it. Uh, sometimes I, I will, and I'll flip back to it, but uh, I won't feel like working on it. I'll feel like doing something new. I'll move on to the new thing. And uh, so that's my big problem. So if I have any writers out there that face this, uh, you know, what should I do? It's something I don't really know uh, how to 
kind of garner new interest in these things that I've you know been working on and uh, have hit a real stumbling block in. So I just can't get myself interested in finishing these things. But I think a lot of them have a ton of potential. So I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to keep writing and uh, maybe I'll post some stuff to the blog. And I'm also going to work on contributing some stories and things. So I'll let you know. But I want to know that problem and maybe some help from you. So go to MidnightCory.com and leave some comments or uh, whatever. I don't know. Like the Venus flytrap. Okay, now's the time when I'm going to take a look at my blog and I'm going to talk about some things that I posted on there. And I, I told you what they were going to be here kind of at the beginning of the show. Uh, I'm going uh, clear back now over the last couple weeks since this is like the, the first uh, podcast. But uh, yeah, let's see. Bled White. Now, Bled White, uh, I wrote a whole post and a review about that. And I, I think I gave it a pretty decent review. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Bled White is an independent zombie movie that's uh, been uh, kind of garnering a lot of interest, and they did a great job with it. I think uh, stylistically and the, uh, the writing was very strong, and, uh, you know, they did a lot right in it. Um, it's, a, it's a fun zombie movie, although the zombies, again, are fast, and they, uh, uh, they're very dramatic, and they screech and things like that, and so it's not like a, uh, I don't know. It's, it's not my kind of zombie movie. It's not the one that I prefer. You know, I like them slow. I think it could have been done just as well uh, with uh, Slow Zombies, too. But uh, the writing was really good. It was nonlinear. Um, I think the, the, on a technical level, they did a lot of great things. The makeup looked good. The zombies looked great. But I had a lot of fun with that. So uh, that's, it's a really fun, low-budget movie. You know how much I love low-budget zombie movies? I mean, that's, that's why I talked about them so much on the Midnight Podcast and why I think I'm, I'm very generous to a lot of them. It's because I have this bias, this natural leaning toward uh, independent zombie films. So, yeah, what can you do? But I'm going to move on here, see what I uh, was talking about next. Um, wow, this is uh, coming up here. Oh, we got the zombie combat manual, and that was great. Um, in, on the Midnight Podcast, I was a, a big supporter of the Zombie Combat Club, and I gave away a lot of their stuff, and they sent around stickers. And they're really, really cool people. Well, Roger Ma from uh, the Zombie Combat Club wrote the Zombie Combat Manual. This is a guide to fighting the living dead. This is a review also up on the website. And uh, this book was a lot of fun. It's a great book. Um, preparing yourself for the zombie onslaught. And uh, it, it, he just covers a lot of things on a, on a technical level and a strategic level. It's how to condition yourself to fight zombies. <laughs> and it's overall probably good for you too. Even if the zombies never come in your day, 
you know, the, these things will benefit you too. So yeah, zombie combat manual. I was at Borders the other day and saw a bunch of these on the shelf at Borders. So that was pretty impressive. <laughs> when I see it at Borders, I know that's quality. Um, but uh, next, you know, I put a beer review up. I'm still doing my old beer reviews on my blog whenever I can, whenever I try something new, which isn't real often anymore. But uh, I talked about, um, it's from Great Lakes Brewing out of Cleveland. It's the Edmund Fitzgerald Porter. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of new to porters, and uh, I, I had to get the Edmund Fitzgerald because I just covered that song. <laughs> I posted my rendition of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald up on the blog here a couple weeks ago. And um, so I saw this beer, and it was like fate. It was like, wow, you should try this, definitely. This is uh, more than a coincidence. So, yeah, yeah, and that, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Edmund Fitzgerald by Great Lakes Brewing. Now, another thing, uh, I think, I don't think I missed anything else here that I was going to talk about. Da, 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 da. No, no, no. I want to talk about Attack of the Vegan Zombies, and if you can uh, bear with me here for just one moment, I'm going to pull up what my uh, notes were here because I am very not prepared, which is kind of a, 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 a different thing than the Midnight Podcast. I always had things pretty well outlined for the midnight podcast and here it's just kind of i just decided to start doing this <laughs> so i'm like here's what i'll talk about okay let's go and record <laughs> and so this is what you get this is what you get it's called wasted time so uh uh let me see let me see let me see i have so many things going on here uh, okay, here it is. Go to attackofthevegansombies.com. Uh, that's the website for the movie that uh, the director, Jim Townsend, sent me to review, which was very, very cool of him. He asked me if I'd like to review the movie, and I'm always very flattered when people ask me to review their movies. So, uh, yeah, this is this is like a crazy low-budget thing. Um, oh, I have some rough notes here, and uh, so I'm going to do my best to tell you what this is all about. It takes place on this uh, winery, this whole big uh, farm, you know, where they grow the grapes and everything, make them into wine. Apparently the wine's really good, but the winery hasn't been doing so well in the past years. And so they don't know what they're going to do. They're going to go into huge debt if they have another year where the grapes don't grow. And so... They're trying to figure out what to do, and it's a husband and wife team running this place. Well, the wife hasn't quite told her husband yet that uh, her mother is actually a witch, and she has her mother cast a spell on the farm to make the grapes grow well. So <laughs> it involves using the blood of her husband uh, to mix up this potion to cast this spell. Well... The husband had alcohol in his blood that night as well. He was passed out because he was so drunk the night before. And uh, the alcohol got into the plants, and now the, uh, the plants just start going crazy the next year. And they grow and grow and grow and grow. Everybody else's farms are failing, but these plants are just really growing. And it gets to a point where they, <laughs> they get a mind of their own. They start attacking people, um, and they make these people into these zombies. And, uh, yeah, the zombies attack others, and it's... <laughs> It's really a, a wacky movie. And you know what the feel was that I got from watching this thing? Um, it had the feel of the 80s. It was like a, a total 80s campy kind of movie, which I love. You know, there is nothing like it. And I think they did a good job. You know, we have we have like the college-age kids who are hired to work on this remote vineyard. So they're going out into the middle of nowhere where not even their cell phones work. It's two different groups, you know. We have we have the nerds and their professor, and then we have this group of hot girls, and they're both working there, and so there's that clash and that interaction. So there's a lot of humor going on there, especially with the nerds. 
And, uh, you know, it has a lot of, I think, Evil Dead influence. Uh, for sure, Evil Dead influence. Again, uh, while the plants are, like, attacking, we have those POV shots that we saw, you know, first done or, or earlier done in the Evil Dead movies where you have the POV shots of the branches and going along the ground and things like that. So, uh, you know, it 80s feel, Evil Dead kind of feel. Um, but this is more, I would say, more of a comedy than it is horror. You know, there's nothing real scary about it. It's more tongue-in-cheek. It's more kind of a fun thing. There's a lot of humor in it. And, uh, yeah, so this isn't quite a, a, a scary, gory zombie movie. You know, the blood's green, you know. The zombie blood, you know, is green. Uh, there is a good uh, decapitation scene, though, uh, I have to say. But, uh you know, it uh, it's a lot of fun, so if you have a sense of humor and you know what they're doing here, then it, it's going to be a fun time, but don't expect to be scared and be grossed out by the gore and the blood and guts, because that's not what it's all about. So, man, this was good. Um, as far as a rating here, um, I've been rating things on like a scale of 10, so I guess that's what I'm going to keep doing here, but uh, yeah, on a scale from 1 to 10 of, uh, you know, for Attack of the Vegan Zombies... I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. It was a really, really good time and really well done. Uh, I do have to say, actually, something about the cinematography. Um, there were a lot of really, really beautiful, beautiful shots. It was shot very, very well. So, yeah, I got to get a, uh, give a lot of props to that. And the, the music and sound effects were really effective, too. I think that was uh, great. So thank you to Mr. Townsend for sending that over to me. I really, really appreciate that. Um, and like I said, go to attackofthevegansombies.com to see how you can get your own copy. But, alright, well that's all I had on my blog. Other than that, I had a little post about the passing of Ronnie James Dio, which I'm not all that upset about. I mean, it's terrible when a person dies. It's terrible, it's a lot of pain for their friends and family and Dio's fans, I know, but, uh, I wasn't a big fan of Dio, so it's like, eh, well, you know, there goes another one. So... <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll keep uh, posting more to the website. Midnight Corey, apply directly to your iPod. 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 Midnight Corey, available at iTunes or at midnightcorey.com. Now you'll know that one of the one of the many ways I find to occupy my time in the day is with music. I really love music. I'm a big fan of it. I appreciate it. Uh, all kinds of music, even if I don't prefer it as a style, I can at least try to appreciate it for uh, what it's doing artistically and creatively, things like that. So, uh, yeah, but uh, so I make a lot of music and I've recorded a lot of stuff for a lot of years now. I've been re just recording stuff and I, I tend to take it as far as I can go. Go to the extreme and see how much louder I can make it. Can I make it heavier? Can I make it softer? Can I just keep going and going and going? I mean, what what are the bounds that I can be pushing here? So I always look for that and I always have a good time and all of my stuff isn't necessarily meant for a huge audience by any means. It's meant for a very narrow demographic of very <laughs> twisted people, probably. But uh, here not long ago, I mentioned this earlier, I posted my rendition of The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald and that's a song by Gordon Lightfoot that he did in the 70s that tells the story. It's a true story of the Edmund Fitzgerald, which is a big boat that sunk in Lake Superior because it went into a storm and everything like that. And it's a sad tale. 
but uh, it's it's a cool song, and I didn't really have any particular reasoning for uh, doing that song other than I just wanted to see how heavy and slow I could make it and uh, see how I could sing it and stuff like that. So that was a lot of fun, and I, I've uh, recorded a lot of other songs, but uh, there's one in particular today that I'm going to be uh, playing for you here. Uh, this is going to take some explaining. It was kind of an experiment for me. Um, the name of the uh, song is called Bend That Light, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's an experiment in that I built this drum, and it's called a cajon. And uh, what a cajon is, it's spelled uh, C-A-J-O-N, and it's actually a box made out of plywood that has some, uh, you know, uh, things going on. I, there's a hole in the back, and uh, you can put snares on the inside if you really want to. But if you do it right, it sounds uh, like some very cool hand percussion. So I built this thing, and I decided that I needed something to play it on so I could record it. You know, uh, work with some mic placement and different ways of playing it to see uh, what I could do. And this was the song that I decided to do. It's a song I've been fooling around with now for a, a while, a good while. Um, it's a song about um, the Philadelphia experiment. So I used the cajon, um, and it was my first crack at the cajon, so I've adjusted it since then. Like I said, this was an experiment. It came out, came out pretty cool, though. Um, I also have two layers of uh, acoustic guitars, like a rhythm part and a lead part for in between the verses and whatever. Um, and then I have several layers of vocals because I like doing all kinds of vocal layers. Whenever I can layer stuff, I love layering stuff when I when I record songs. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's about the Philadelphia Experiment. If you don't know what the Philadelphia Experiment is, then uh, you know you should uh, look it up on Wikipedia. Um, but it's pretty weird. <laughs> it's loosely based on the Philadelphia Experiment, but it is kind of the the unofficial prequel song. To the legendary song that I, I I wrote with my band years ago, called Lightning Face, and I'm not going to explain it because it is really too weird to go into. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the background story here to the song Bend That Light, but it's it's a lot more mellow than the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, and uh, here it is. So uh, I don't know. Enjoy. <laughs> Don't bend that 
Okay, it's been a long enough first episode of uh, Midnight Corey. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been fun being back again. I appreciate that you've taken your time to listen. Please do me a favor. Go to MidnightCorey.com. Check out the things that I'm posting there. I'll be talking about them here on the show. Trying to put this out every week. So, uh, you know, I don't know. But like I said, there's no pressure to do anything. So I'm just going to have fun with it, and it'll come out when it uh, comes out. So, But I'll try to be consistent so you know what's going on. Uh, I'm going to be using the old voicemail line if you feel so inclined to want to speak to me. Um, you can leave me a voicemail at 814-806-2828. Uh, you'll recognize that as the old Midnight Podcast voicemail of death, and it is still the voicemail of death. I, I'm still going to be using that um, yeah, just because that's what the message on it says, and I don't feel like changing it. So there you go. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So you can tell me what you think. You can leave comments on the blog, uh, for this post. And, uh, so yeah, yeah. Tell me, uh, tell me what you think of the music and the stuff I talked about. And if you have opinions on things, just let me know what's going on. That'd be great. But I also want to remind you to go to listen to Dr. Puss's Library of the Living Dead podcast and the Library of Horror podcast, which uh, I submit segments to and reviews. So you'll hear me on there. They're great podcasts. And also my friend James Melzer, Unleashed. Great, great podcast. James is a great writer and uh, doing all kinds of stuff. And Unleashed is a fantastic podcast. I'm honored to be a part of that one. So there we go. That's all for the inaugural episode. <laughs> Hopefully things go better for the Midnight Quarry podcast than it did for the plain old Midnight podcast. We'll see what happens. So <laughs> until next time, goodbye. Stay loose and stay safe. And remember, when you think zombie movies, think Midnight Quarry. Oh.